many of you who stay abreast of uh, politics and candidates and are looking for something uh, other than uh, the norm may have looked at the Libertarian Party. Joe Jorgensen uh, is running for president. Uh, We'll have the opportunity to speak with Joe uh, next week. Vice presidential uh, candidate running right next to uh, Joe is our guest this morning, Spike Cohen, who wants to be your next vice president. Spike, good morning, and thanks very much for talking with us. Why in the world would you want to get involved in politics in this day and age? Well, good morning, Mike, and thanks for having me on. Um, the uh, The short answer to that is I've watched what the Republicans and Democrats have done in their exclusive control of every lever of power in the federal government for over 160 years, and I've seen the harmful and inequitable and abusive outcomes that have happened as a result of that, and uh, I feel like something needs to be done, and the Libertarian Party and our common-sense solutions are the best way to fix the problems that the Republicans have created. Joe Jorgensen is easily the most viable choice for president in terms of fixing those problems, and uh, and I'm happy to be running with her. Well, a couple of the things that she's very interested in putting forward, uh, which grabbed my attention, the One Subject at a Time Act. Tell us about that. I'm sorry, you broke up a little there. What uh, was your question? Tell me about, uh, I know that Joe on her platform is talking about three bills that she would like to put forward. The One Subject at a Time Act. Tell me about that. Yeah, so basically, you know, we get these omnibus bills, and uh, they put a bunch of stuff in, in one bill, uh, which is why they never actually pass any budgets or anything else. They just pass these uh, every bit of legislation they pass is crisis legislation because they wait to the last minute to pass anything. And that crisis dynamic that they create forces a situation where legislators are all pressured to, uh, you know, to, to sign on to the bill because this is a crisis and we'll have to deal with it, deal with the, you know, making it work right later. And so we end up with a bunch of bad legislation that no one has any time to read or look through. And, uh, and it's a terrible thing. You need to, to have it where, uh, you know, a bill comes in and everyone can examine what that one bill is doing as opposed to just putting every single thing and, you know, the kitchen sink in uh, into one bill that's, you know, this ridiculous omnibus that can't that no one can really examine before they pass it. Well, and those of us who are uh, have to end up paying for it fully understand that no one can vote no on support the troops even when it includes all kinds of other ridiculous expenditures that we would easily exactly. vote no on if we had that opportunity. I would guess that the Read the Bills Act follows closely on the One Subject at a Time Act. Yeah, of course, it feeds into the same thing. There, there needs to be uh, sufficient time for people to, for the, the people in Congress to read these bills. Uh, there needs to be sufficient time for the public to be able to examine them as well. And, uh, and every single bill needs to, uh, again, have be on that subject, uh, which is how it used to be. And, and, and eventually Congress figured out that they can just shove a bunch of stuff into one bill and, and give it a nice name like, uh, you know, affordable care or supporting the troops or patriotism or whatever else. And everyone else has to just sign off on it because you don't want to have it on your record that you were against the, you know, the Make Children Happy Act or whatever they choose to call it. Right. And, and, and of course, the fact that uh, you, you got a copy of the bill today, you're expected to vote on it tomorrow, and the bill is 10,000 pages long. Right, exactly. And that's, that's the problem. There, it's, it's humanly impossible for, uh, for someone to read through some of these bills in the time granted. And the idea is that 
you know, and the thing is, most of these bills aren't really written by legislators anyway. They're written by the well-heeled, politically connected billionaire cronies who bought and paid for them to be in office. So they have no interest in reading the bills. They're just going to sign it off because their their favorite cronies told them to. How do you get the attention of the majority of the American people when uh, right now people are focused on Donald Trump, who might be a communist sympathizer, or Joe Biden, who isn't a competent person and wouldn't be the president even if he was elected. That being said, you are a serious contender uh, for the president, uh, vice president and president of the United States that have a completely different and very logical platform. How do you tell uh, millions of people across the country that? Well, millions of people across the country have demonstrated record high levels of uh, displeasure in government, at, at least in our time. And, uh, you know, we've seen people across the political spectrum that are out in the streets literally protesting everything from the lockdowns to the pandemic to police brutality, systemic racism and everything in between. Uh, we're seeing that the American people are sick and tired of what the Republicans put forward every single cycle. And the Republicans and Democrats responded by putting forward two of the worst candidates in recent memory. You have Donald Trump, a lifelong crony who has used and leveraged government to destroy the lives of others for his personal profit. A man who promised that he would drain the swamp only to become the king of the swamp creatures. A man who promised he would cut government and has raised it to record highs. Uh, and then you have Joe Biden, someone who has a, a nearly 60-year track record of being behind uh, pretty much the art, being the architect of every bad beat, uh, bit of legislature and, and policy that's come out of the federal government, from the, the, the war on drugs to the militarized police state, the military-industrial complex, the endless wars. He's been the architect of all of those things when he's not busy sniffing children. And so I think that, you know, we are able to, to present a very clear message that, the Republicrats and their and their their pandering, craven politicians and their billionaire cronies who bought and paid for them to be in office are not the answer. They've created these problems, and the idea that uh, that we should continue voting for them, even though they made this mess, is a vote thrown away. The only viable choice here is Joe Jorgensen. Spike Cohen is the vice presidential candidate, along with Joe Jorgensen, running for president on the Libertarian side. Uh, if you'd like to learn more, Joe, it's J O J. Uh, Joe Jorgensen, 2020.com. Spike Cohen, thank you very much for talking with us this morning. Uh, good to get your perspective. Interesting perspective. And I'll bet there's an awful lot of people nodding their heads saying, you know, that sounds pretty logical.